Hey friends, we are your hosts, Leanne and Llewellyn, and welcome back to the One With Friends podcast. We are officially launching season three today. All the confetti. <laughs> Imagine just confetti around you guys. Balloons rising up, confetti falling down. That is what's happening on our imaginary end of things um, yes. as we celebrate in our separate parts of the world. But... We are excited to be in a season three with you all, and we have some fun things planned that are a little different than what we um, have been doing just as a way to kick off the season in a fun way. Um, let's kick it off by starting to talk about vaccines. Llewellyn, what are your thoughts? I'm just kidding. Vaccines? We're not going <laughs> to... Okay, guys, she threw I'm just kidding. I had this thought the other day and I was like, we are not that type of podcast. So wouldn't it be so funny if we're like, let's talk about the issues as much as those things are important. That's not what we're here for. So I thought I'd throw you off with that. Anyways, um, we have some um, uh, a really cool um, thing that we're doing for um, for the main bulk of the episode. So Llewellyn, why don't you go ahead and give us the episode recap? Yes, so season three, episode one, starts with the one with the Princess Leia fantasy. Ross's secret fantasy doesn't stay secret for long after he confides in Rachel, while Chandler begins to rekindle his relationship with ex-girlfriend Janice. Oh, this one is so good. Okay, (laughs) I am very excited for this episode. We, Llewellyn and myself, have both mutually agreed that um, a while back I had presented the idea of doing this episode with two groupings of um, some of my closest friends. They all live here in the same town as me. You have heard um, some of them as guest friends, either individually or as couples, on the podcast already. So I thought, why not open up season three with kind of a bang and get a bunch of Star Wars loving friends and fans um, as a part of the dialogue. Well, in that decision, Llewellyn and I kind of mutually within the same conversation decided that um, Llewellyn is a little bit more reserved naturally. Plus, with all five of us being in one room together, Llewellyn, um, we just kind of all agreed that maybe she would get drowned out a little bit. It'd be hard to not be in the same room with so many people talking you know, you just have body language and you have a natural ebb and flow in the room. And so it was just going to be a little difficult. So we have, we had both agreed that I would have this conversation with my friends. Um, it'd be a little less structured. It'd be more of kind of like a round table conversation on this episode as a whole with a little bit of guidance of, you know, structure of conversation. But um, you're going to get to meet one new friend um, and be reacquainted with a few others. So we are going to throw you to a conversation that I had with four of my closest friends here in Nashville as we talk about season three, episode one of Friends Together. So here it is. Because we're all annoying to you and we're... Oh, <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> Oh no! He didn't even like vehemently. It was because of it was because of I I leaned over to you and I was like, it's because uh, when he was like, we what like what do we need to do to get rid of 
Janice, essentially. Oh, yeah, and I was yeah. like, I'm not that I'm like that evil thinking, <laughs> but like, what do we need to do so that my dad doesn't marry this 32 year old? Yes. <laughs> no, let's talk about that because that was one of my questions. Um, <laughs> no, we should record this, right? I am. Um, as we yeah. were, as we were going through, there's like a couple things that they did that I was wondering, like, oh, I wonder if they've thought of that too. Like, what is. Um, yeah, what can we do? Ever sabotage a relationship or someone else's relationship or a friend's relationship from like, you know, back in high school and college and I know a lot of us went to, you know, outside schools apart from regular college. So have any of you guys ever sabotaged a relationship like Joey was wanting to do with the rest of the friends? I'm trying to think. I mean, I've talked people into breaking up with people. You've talked to them personally. So oh. not even like risky business in the back end. It was no. like direct of like this is a terrible idea mm-hmm. yeah okay i have no qualms about not that. so that you could get with that person no okay no just well, meaning like literally well, yeah. just to clarify i'm not gonna put it past you she's told me about her past <laughs> no i've never done anything like underhanded like that yeah but no I, I mean like i but it's been for like they're a pothead like or they're a douchebag, mm. like that kind of thing. Mm. Yeah, but nothing like sneaky of like, okay, let's all inspire. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. What about no. you guys? Mm-mm. Yes. You have. Self-sabotage. Uh, self-sabotage. self-sabotage. <laughs> of course. Uh, yeah, no, Which makes sense. You talked yourself out of it. <laughs> <laughs> it was more so like. In the mirror. like In the mirror, like, <laughs> you are not good enough. Self-speak. <laughs> I've, I've sabotaged a, 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 a best friend and I had a falling out because over a girl. Um, I think yeah. I told you about this. So, uh, yeah, and I would kind of sabotage the situation like, you know he doesn't brush his teeth in the morning and stuff like that. And he, it's a whole thing. But yes. <laughs> I wow, that's like... It's had, true, but and then it was she like, didn't need to know. You know, his girl jeans are tighter than the ones that he wears. <laughs> it was just like this whole thing back and forth. So, yeah, I've definitely sabotaged his relationship. It didn't end okay. up good for me. So more like underhanded like comments. Very much so. It wasn't like chip away Yeah, the It was more so me approaching the girl to like, and you realize like he's not good enough. Okay. But, you know, to like dog in the for me. The not okay. brushing your teeth thing is like, <laughs> that's just like really like, Working hard, grasping at straws, late in the game. But it was also true. It was also true. Yeah, I don't think that most guys are care enough to. That, to be honest with you, concerned. No. Not to, not for my own benefit to save my friend from somebody. It was more so like <laughs> I want this girl for myself. Yeah, so I've so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. I've had like some of my sister's boyfriends. I hated. Like mm. so much, yeah. Mm. But I think the sibling thing is also a different dynamic, yeah. That you're kind of like, you can say stuff, but it doesn't really hold any weight, yeah. Because they're not going to respect what you have to say. So yeah, we dealt with that, but I don't remember intentionally sabotaging anyone else. Yeah, mm. I think the least close I've ever been with my sister was when she was dating a guy that I just did not care for 100%. at all. Yeah, and that was the most strain ever on a relationship. That was like the 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 black years of our friendship you know we've always been sisters obviously but we're mm-hmm. way closer now the dark ages the dark ages the dark years yeah <laughs> that was like our least close i do think the most relevant thing is trying to break up like 
parents with like their, their next relationship. My mom's yeah. like, I don't want my mom dating this guy. So how am I going to sabotage yeah. that? It was very much like, well, yeah, a lot of you guys come from like broken marriages. Yeah, like ouch, but yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> but yes, that is correct. It was, a, it's a very, like, with friends it's like a Disney movie premise. Like, mom's dating a jerk, I need to break them up, kind of thing. And it's yeah. like, we're twins, and somehow we're going to sabotage us. I don't know, it just sounds like a good thing to do to me. This is a Disney movie. Lindsay Lohan. Boom, there it is, Parent Trap. I remember Parent when trap. I was a little kid, and, like, my mom would be dating some random dude. Uh, I would use the, mom, I just don't, I don't feel good about him. Like, oh. Like, but I was like, That's a good one. Seven. So I never said anything like that, but it was just like I I don't have a good feeling about him. And I remember one time I said that she went out on the date with this guy, and then she came back, and I guess what I said stuck with her because when she was on the date, I think like she was like, oh, he was right. Uh, like she and like she didn't. Up on things, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I guess I was right in some regards, but I wasn't like doing it for the sake of like I just. Like I was a seven-year-old who just wanted attention and didn't want my mom <laughs> finding some other guy who's going to take that attention. Yes. Now with my dad, that's a whole entirely different situation. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, like when they're younger than you and they're dating somebody that's younger. Than yeah, you, it's a little awkward. We had a situation a couple years ago with my dad as well, where he told us that he had started talking with a girl and, um, mind you, it's not like he's divorced from, he wasn't divorced from my mom at the time. And, uh, and we found out she was 30 and at the time I was also 30 and I was like, like, dad, just as a reminder, do you know how old I am? Just wanted to check back in with you. It just felt so gross. It kind of validated all the gross, like feelings I have. Ugh. yeah, but it's gross. But place to be. Yeah. I was like, why couldn't it be like a nice 50 year old, you know, that's still (laughs) 10 years younger than you, dad. Like it can't be half your age. Stop it. But yeah, yeah, it's gross. So. Anyways, guys, guys, welcome to the One With Friends podcast. I know we started talking, which is great. I like that. Um, Just for you guys out there, we have asked a few of our friends back, um, as you have probably figured out, because Llewellyn and I introduced this episode, that um, she is not here with us today because I am literally sitting around a table with all of my friends from Nashville, who we all knew each other back in Tulsa, which is just hilarious, and have all since moved here. So... Sarah and Nathan Gallegos are back in action. Let's go. Um, Roommates, um, best friends. Nathan and I stand each other for the sake of Sarah and I's relationship. It's fine. (laughs) Just kidding. Love you. You're kind of you're kind of the Janice in the situation. Save it for the podcast. We'll talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) And then, of course, Elizabeth is back. She. kicked off about halfway through season two with me and then her husband Ashcon, is in the crew for the first time to talk yeah. about the episode they are both friends lovers and watch the episodes together just as a couple anyways <laughs> you're describing us as friends and lovers <laughs> oh. and i was like i mean you're not wrong it's true <laughs> i'm about to start singing like a john mayer song <laughs> 
Say what you need to say. Um, no, but it's great because you guys watch Friends and you like the show and watch it all the time. Yeah. But yeah. Sarah and Nathan mm-hmm. are kind of on the other end where it's not one of the shows that they frequent. So mm-hmm. they come in with like fresh perspective. <laughs> We've we watched it. We watched it through. It just hasn't been convenient to watch. So we watch other things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You make so time episodes. for Friends. Okay? <laughs> friends yeah. is a priority. Gotcha. Yeah. Friends Forgive are priorities. Friends are priorities. These friends are our priority. Have you not have you not seen me all those days that I've missed work? What do you think? <laughs> what do you think I'm doing? <laughs> all those video calls she's on, she's just watching the episodes. Right. Um so Makes Ashcon, welcome. Now. Give us a little introduction into who you are, um okay. all the things. Sure. So uh, my name's Ashcon. I'm married to my wife, Elizabeth. Um, yeah, I am a musician and a graphics and web designer. I do a little bit of both, mostly focus on the music side of things and sing and write a lot of music. And yeah, I'm in a band called Lone Wild and we're working on a new record right now. So really excited about it. Love it. Mm-hmm. We'll put it in our show notes. Do you have an, uh, like an approximate release? Uh, I think we're going to have something out this summer, like okay. in July. Cool. The goal for the first song. Nice. Yeah, should be good. We're excited about it. Cool. It's going to be a good one. I think we joked about it. I don't know if it was in your episode <clears throat> where, <clears throat> or another episode where I was mentioning how like all of my girlfriends, not only are some of them musically talented, but they've also married mu- musicians <laughs> and how like, I better marry someone who's a musician <laughs> just so they like fit into the hang? fold of like yeah. our friendships. Well, you're because... in the right city. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's what they've said. Yeah. The per capita has oh, gone way up compared to where you were probably at yeah. before. No, seriously. Yeah. Chances are good. Definitely. Yeah. Just the pool in general is much more condensed in a larger area. So, um, all right. So we're going to have this just be a little bit less structured. So um, we've already hit on one topic, obviously, but there's a couple different strands in this, um, a couple different storylines. There's sort of the main storyline um, and then kind of like sub storyline. So you've obviously got Monica, who's, you know, recently broken up with Richard. And at the same time, you've got Chandler entering back into a relationship with Janice um, at the end of season two that we're now stepping back into. And then you've got the whole ross rachel fantasy and how that bleeds into even just guys being in relationship together and how that is different than girls being in relationship together and so it like spirals off on all these topics that we could hit so i just figured let's throw everything like just (laughs) at the wall and just see Mm. (laughs) kind of what comes up um one of the things i love about just the opener that i think is kind of one of the openers that i think of when i think of friends there are a few that are kind of strung throughout the just series in general but that opener where they walk into the cafe and what's normally always their seat like through the whole 10 seasons that they have like they've never gotten an issue like sitting in those seats but they all walk in just expecting to have to be able to sit down and all of a sudden they all stop and are just kind of like looking at this couch like what are we like that's weird and then they all have to walk out as if like that was their only you know kind of plan it's kind of like covid's lighting up and you, <laughs> you go back out and you're like everything is different it's changed and who yeah. are these people yeah. it feels like an alternate dimension of friends like because yeah. it's like still guys and girls yeah. like around the same age and then it's like they come in and it's like that's like the Friends spinoff. Yeah. <laughs> like, if they ever did a reboot of yeah. the show, yeah. that's the yeah. I like ro- watch onto the set at the wrong time. The yeah. Friends multiverse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's like what universe. happened after like 
uh, the, the Avengers blip. restored everything mm-hmm. after, after the blip. After the blip. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my gosh, I could talk about that all day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, between this intro, this cold open, and I'm pretty sure it was a cold open for um, another episode where they're all sitting in the same spot and Robin Williams and Billy Crystal are there. Yeah. Yes. I love that episode. I love it so much. I think it's just a really, really cool moment. But yeah, it's memorable like this one is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What would you guys say? We did this episode with um, some of our other guest friends, but... You guys mentioned really liking that episode. Is it because you like Robin Williams and Billy Crystal or just the theme of that? Because that was an opener and it was really mm-hmm. quick. Mm-hmm. Are you guys normally a fan of them? I like Robin Williams. Yeah. And sure. obviously since he's not with us too. But like, yeah, yeah, I always really liked his sense of humor. And he, I recognize he has a few characters that he does yeah. like mm-hmm. in past movies and yeah. shows. And like that was one of them that I just... That was hilarious. Yeah, and and then the fact that they're all eavesdropping on yeah. their conversation, <laughs> and he's like, they're being super loud about it, but it's like kind of hard not to eavesdrop. But yeah. then they yeah. give him crap when yeah. they find Joey out that in. Joey jumps <laughs> yeah. in, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think what I like about it is the fact that, like, I, I guess I if I'm I hope I'm not butchering like the backstory, but it's because like they were on the lot. And, like, decided mm-hmm. to, like, show up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it probably was relatively, like, ad-libbed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, it wasn't scripted yeah. at all. Yeah. It's my wound. Yeah. It's oozing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. From what I understand, my... they're actually promoting, well, using it as a way to promote a movie that they had been working on together. I don't know what the movie was, but it timed oh. up perfectly, and they were on the lot. And yeah. so it just, oh. it all came together. I think so one of the that... executives went over and grabbed them and asked them if they'd like to, like, That's be so on the cool. show. And yeah. so they just said, yeah, and hopped oh. on over. I didn't even know But that. now it's like a memorable That's cold really open cool. for us. Very and when you watch it, knowing that, you can see how much Robin Williams is sort of leading the narrative and Billy Crystal is sort of responding mm-hmm. to it. And then... Mm-hmm. Using their history and being mm-hmm. in comedy and ad libbing to kind of yeah. bring the storyline of like it's me, I'm the one sleeping yeah. with your wife yeah. to like bring it to like yeah. the full fruition of like the storyline. Yeah, Robin Williams' improv skills are just insane. Yeah, it's just yeah. something that like I'll always remember. Yeah. Which yeah. then listening to Monica because what Monica's trying to tell a story and the whole mm-hmm. friends are sort of like captivated but also like they're half Wait, listening it's in. Something happening. And every time like they stop and like will you stop listening? She tries to start telling her story but then they're just as loud so she goes. Never mind. And they all like turn to listen. So like yeah. even her responding, they're not, I, I think, and me and Llewellyn have different opinions, I think about this. I think there was a lot less improv on Friends mm-hmm. than there are on like things like Parks and Rec or The Office, you know, where you've got a bunch of comedians who are used to stand up and comedic um, backgrounds and performances mm-hmm. coming onto these shows. Whereas like these characters I feel like are very scripted. So for yeah. them to mm-hmm. take that narrative and be able to play mm-hmm. off of it and really lift up the conversation that Billy Crystal and, and him are having, I think was, I don't know, really good of her, I guess, because I think yeah. they are very scripted for yeah. her friends. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, okay, so, like, what did you guys like about this episode, not like about this episode? There's a purpose why I asked both of these couples to come on is because one of the main storylines has to do around Star Wars <laughs> and sexual fantasies. And they're all married. And we're married couples. That's, they're married yeah. couples. And I was like, they all love Star Wars way more than me or Llewellyn do. So having their like input on that, I think is funny. But then also just relationship girl wise, because we're all friends and then guy relationships. I figured it'd just be like all encompassing good to talk about. Mm. So mm. what are some mm. things that stuck out to you guys that you guys want to kind of lean into that you know, stuck out in the episode. Where to be? <laughs> um, I think for me, like, 
Ashcon, like I had, we joke about this all the time, I had several relationships before Ashcon and I got together. Uh, and Several. Several. <laughs> several. Sarah and I did as well. So. <laughs> I, this is true. I was a big fan of the bulls. Yeah. Um, hiding. And I think like one thing Ashcon like discovered um, after... I don't know when we were, if it was when we were dating or after we got married, but that like I tell my friends everything, and so to me it's hilarious because like Ross is like, wait, what? (laughs) Like it's this brand new discovery. I feel like Ash kind of had the same thing of like. Why? <laughs> why? 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 Um, you know, like Chandler. Chandler. Why? 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 for the fact that I think I remember being like, do you guys not do that? Like, what about locker room talk? You know, just assuming that was normal. So I think that that's my favorite because I can relate to it really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, the Phoebe teasing Ross, like, to me, that's like, that's for sure my friend's doing yeah. that. You know what I mean? Like, they'd be like, oh, Ross Skywalker. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's fantastic. So that's, like, my favorite part about it. I was very concerned about getting to that already. Because I remember watching this episode for the first time having those same fears of Chandler like why 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 they do like what are they talking about so can we just yeah. clear the air right now <laughs> Sarah and Elizabeth can, is this something that happens do you guys tell each other everything yeah yeah okay I well great so. <sighs> <laughs> Every, the cat's out of the bag everybody it is so counterintuitive because Rachel's response like what about the locker rooms like that's mm-hmm. my exact mm-hmm. thought I'm like but my like initial response have a is reputation there's I feel like we have a boundary yes there is there is a okay so I will, I'll, so Ashcon and I will hang out every now and then, we'll grab a coffee, and I think we've just, like, kind of just verged on some, some like, details yeah. one time, and then we ended the conversation. We stopped. Yeah, and stopped, and Ashcon goes, well, that was weird, and then we went on. That was it. Nothing, like, grave detail, nothing, like, specifics, nothing, you know, to the degree that I'm now understanding that the girls do. But we, you know, we, we we're guys. Like, there's locker room talk that happens, but we don't like go into like detail. Yeah, because guys are water skiers. We're like, I'm gonna no. skim the oh, surface in every relationship no. in my life. I think it, I think it's a lot. It's actually we're deeper than you think. Mm. Because yeah. for me, there's more, way more girth and depth. The girls are la- Did you use the word girth? That was perfect. There's more girth and depth. Oh Explain yourself. So <laughs> for me personally, like I wouldn't go into a ton of detail because. As exhibited in the episode, uh, how it traumatically messed Ross up. Yes, yeah. Um, but then also, like, I don't. I'm trying. Like, that's like private to me and my wife. So, like, I'm trying to. Like, it's almost like a. I, I'd rather like protect that. I like how and I'm it'd laughing. Be a little I'm bit like, more, <laughs> that's between me and her. Yeah. And I don't like. I don't want to share like more. It's like. The whole like don't kiss and tell type of thing. Yeah. It's a little deeper than that. Like if I kissed a girl for the yeah, first time, it, I would tell somebody. But like, is it kind of like hotter that it's secret that like hotter. no one knows about it? So hot, it's the hottest. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I just think it's okay. Oh wow! It could be. A, it, it could be. A, I don't want to be like a cop out. Like, it was a different time back then, you know. But I do feel like it's a little bit different now because there are things that are just more. Less less details are accessible, right? And if you are, I, I just don't want to compromise your life by putting details out there. 
dishonor my family. I don't want to dishonor. Yeah, I don't want to dishonor the family dishonor name. My yeah, family. because back then dishonor it's like. A, on you. But even so, it was weird back then. But like, I just feel like some some guys in locker room talk could use it as a badge of honor, and I just don't feel like that's like an honorable yeah. thing to do. So as Aww. as to respect the honor of my wife and also your like, honor, eh. I don't want to sully my view of somebody who I completely trust if he's like a weirdo and is into super weird stuff. Well, yeah. What's okay. funny about that though is like the night before my wedding, Leanne and Elizabeth were staying what? at my Great. staying at my apartment, and she was like, "Oh, you should do this on your honeymoon." Yeah. Oh <laughs> my gosh! And did you? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well then, thank you. I don't mind that. Ashcon's covering yeah, but- his face. <laughs> She was like giving me input about sexy time. Yeah. And like, I, don't you, I don't think you need help, but did you have input given to you on sexy time? Okay, you're the one typically leading this. Yeah, she oh, my it. Best of my friend. Can we just veto the name sexy time? <laughs> <laughs> That's Ashcon's Ashcon's four year old. Whoopee. Uh, Whoopee. Uh, <laughs> Ashcon's four year old word. This is great. Uncomfortable topics. Um, uh, for Elizabeth, yeah. it, Elizabeth's, yes. we, Elizabeth is. Elizabeth, we she came down in all every lingerie piece that she had gotten, yeah. and we named every outfit for oh Ashcon to be able to pick yeah. out. Yeah, we wasn't. I I remember you telling me about having names, but I didn't realize you guys we had all collaboratively okay. like that was the process. Yeah, what should we? Is that like naming. bubble gum? So, so let's have a moment. Were they yeah, were dark they and themes? stormy? Like what do we? Yeah, there were themes. Was... Okay, so we so here, this is what you guys are witnessing. Now that you say happening. that, I remember they yeah, were yeah, themes. Yeah. And what was the theme? Oh, I don't remember. Okay, that. it was our theme because oh, maybe one happened. maybe one of them was like wedding night yeah. or something like that. Well, the I theme can't... for all of the names for us uh-huh. were Star Wars themed. Oh, oh which my is gosh! Oh, ours, no, it was based off of like if it was like a pink thingy. Yeah, like it was like uh, bubble gum. Okay, or so color. It wasn't okay. like I it we were trying. Right. Yeah, it wasn't ours all was themed. Like, it was just uniform specific name, to that. like a fun remember, name that would kind yeah. of clue you into what it was without one. giving it away. Yeah. Like, this is a nice yeah. Because we had a Star Wars esque wedding. And we so did have Star Wars things in I our can wedding. tell you specifically Not like, which is which. I wasn't in a Princess Leia outfit or anything. Yeah, we didn't do that whole thing. But they were a little more Why not? Let's talk about it. Well, you know, <laughs> you guys could have done the that. Bikini, you know, we could have been walking down the aisle. There was one called like the Yoda and it's like a green color and there's one that was black that it was like the dark side or something or the dark theater i yeah. i remember this specifically yeah, yeah, yeah. I and R2-D2. i've never named that but i know, I, know I, I literally have no recollection of that at listen all. the r2d2 is my favorite Bring out R2. <laughs> i don't even want to know about the details yeah don't no. no, worry about that just know listen we had a bonding moment just now <laughs> So we're R2D2 wow. had like a lot of gadgets. That's all I'm gonna say. Oh my gosh. Oh my What if the clues were the weirdest? Like it includes a smartwatch. You're like, oh, I don't even know what to do with that. Hold what on. does that mean? It's to measure your heart rate. <laughs> higher? Higher. And the way so Ross describes, funny. like, as he's trying to lead into this conversation, because it was sort of like this, and I wonder if this is like a guy thing too. Yes. When he starts a conversation, he's like, I realize like women share a lot more. Like, do you want to maybe like do that? Is that what it takes like for guys to just, I think we as women just, once we, as we like continue to become more comfortable, we just start like divulging and sharing and that's just what we do. Yeah, totally. But like, do guys, does it take an intentional like, hey, we should be intentional? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like, actually, I feel like name it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't think I go, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna share some things <laughs> with you, Sarah. Right. Like, prep the. Yeah. You gotta prep. You gotta preface it. I feel like yeah. with guys yeah. because it. Okay. Like, whoa, that came out of nowhere, yo weirdo. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Well, yeah. If you look at the beginning of the scene, <clears throat> Ross is reading. I guess a book. I don't know. He's reading and a magazine. She's, or a she's clearly making some moves, and he's, you know, like giving her like just a little bit. Like it's not clear that she's already like in pursuit. He's just kind of like into what he's doing, and then she has to state clearly, "Hey, you know," and then kind of get into that conversation. For me, I would say it's a hundred percent yes. I don't always pick up the signs, so I needed to be stated beforehand before we have the conversation. Does that make sense? Yeah, mm-hmm. and with guys, like, yeah. like, like Ashton was like, hey, I think we should talk about this. Yeah, like, 100%. It's not going to, yeah. 100%. It sense. has to be prefaced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm just caught off guard. And then yeah, because then it, it, it's that like, oh, sense. I'm in this awkward conversation that I wasn't expecting to have. It, yeah. it, just knowing going in, it's like, okay, prep your brain. <laughs> prep your brain. <laughs> it's it's about, about to get, get a little weird. weird. It's like the office. Yeah. Jim's like, let's talk about your divorce. And somebody's like, oh, God, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just, I, I think that's good. I mean, mm-hmm. we've even, I've noticed that. I, it's being married, you kind of pick up on those things because if with my girlfriends, like they said, I'll just like jump into it. But then now I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. let's talk mm-hmm. about this. Mm-hmm. Let's go to dinner so we can have a, a real conversation. <laughs> no, but mm-hmm. like prepping it is good. That's great. Yeah, that's great. Um, I love that there was just a moment of radio silence there. Yeah, just let it sink in for all the friends out there. Yeah, for sure. It's so great. It's so much coming at them. Yeah. Speaking of, just kidding. (laughs) There's no no segue. Um, With the actual fantasy that is speaking of, Nathan, yes or no? Wow. wow. See, okay, so we didn't preface it like this. I love this, this so much. Kind of did, no. So uncomfortable. Didn't hey, I'm going to make now, Ash got mentally prepping. He's yeah. like, oh my god, oh, like, my, oh god. my god, oh my god. You're welcome. He's uh, never going to agree to come on here again. There's no shame in my game, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. And also, can, uh, I feel like it's a. I mean, let's just jump into this. The buns weren't there during this scene. You're right, right. they weren't. You're this right. Was, Wait, this, was, how was the Honestly, handgun? this is what bugs me the most, this right? Is, it's not like... It's this not is like, going to be a nerdy thing. This is it? a huge nerdy okay. thing. This is the this discrepancy. Is yes. <laughs> of the this fantasy is not, This is not canon the to the lore. Um, she didn't have her hair buns. Leia did not have the hair buns okay. in that movie. It was braided mm-hmm. back. Along, braided back around yeah. her shoulder. It was. Oh, yeah. That's right. Wasn't Fun, it kind of, like, no, I'm, I'm thinking of another scene. Yeah, so it was, like it, it was, it, like was it came up, around the side, it was it, a braid it that was came up, off. It was up and then braided down. And braided, yeah. Yeah. Um, like I think this is for, like, your... Like Ariana type. <laughs> You're right, yeah. <laughs> That's how we relate it, right? But I think it's, like, like everyone knows, like, yeah. Leia with... Like, yeah, that's, but, like, yeah. the second you think Princess Leia, yeah. you just do that. So like, come to the end of the episode, which the obvious punchline at the end of the episode is that, you know, that she's she's got the costume on or whatever, and then he pictures his mom, or whatever, and it throws the whole thing off. Yeah. But if that wasn't even part of it, like, if the, the Chandler thing didn't throw him off, yeah. it would probably have thrown him off if the hair was incorrect. Because he's that mm-hmm. big of a nerd. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Would it throw it off for you, though? Oh, I, I didn't I don't even think, think about... Care. I didn't even think about that yeah. until he brought... I was like, oh, yeah, but you're right, yeah. yeah. Um, so now it's going to bug you. would be like, boobs. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, just, I just Chandlered you. And now it's going to bug you. Yeah, but I, I've never I had that. I just 100% being honest, I've never had that be like, oh, that would be an interesting fantasy. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. To me, it's I don't a, think he would turn. I don't think he would turn it down though. If I was like, "Hey," <laughs> no, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't go full Java. 
<laughs> oh, I would get a full job. If Sarah walked in like that, I'd be like, <laughs> that was a really, really good job. Thanks, I got pressure. Yeah, yeah. She does it. Obviously, we're very into Star Wars. This is going to make me seem like a huge nerd, but there's no shame. Like, there's no shame. Like I, like I said, scene. I literally have a podcast about just one show. So. Yeah, there you go. So yeah, to answer your question, 100%. Okay. Yeah, just sure. as long okay. as it's true to the lore. Got it. Okay. So you're, she comes you in need with it to be canon. No, yeah. it needs to be canon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For okay. sure. Interesting. For sure. So yeah, to like make it to like today's timeline, so if she walked in like a Mandalorian costume, totally, I'm totally down. 100%. Yeah. That would bring it up to today's timeline. <laughs> what? Like, Wait a, a second. Full Mandalorian <laughs> with a mask and everything. Yeah. Like the. Sure. Okay. She's like, I come That's to collect my bounty. Sarah's like, we're going to talk later. I come to collect my bounty. <laughs> I'm just cool. Like, I've come to collect my bounty. I, I, I like no how problem. initially when this, he's like, uh, yeah, so I don't like that everyone like tells and everything. And then he's like, Duh. I'm in it. Listen, yeah. he does that. We're he deep. does that. We're deep. We're deep. deep. Yeah. 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 Not me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the other storylines, I think, and now that we've gone deep, it's like kind of trying to come back out of it now. Like, we just went all the way in so that all the other dialogue is like yeah, super easy. Like One of the other... <laughs> deep into the it's Starlight Pit. We're just being nerds. Yeah, I, You're ne- I we're never going to be back on the show. <clears throat> One of the... Um, well, and to bring in... Okay, it made me think, this episode made me specifically um, think about something that you had just recently told me about the podcast that you would listen to about mm. the sex dreams about the mother-in-law. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, and I like looked back at you and was like, "Oh my god!" It's not exactly the same, but it just was like that's hilarious that that's coming up kind of at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Now we're not going to ask about that one. I don't need to get into all that. We, I already asked him. After I listened to the podcast, I was like, has this ever? He's like, nope, nope, nope not at all. And Joey's no help in that. He's like, oh, yeah, dude, me too. He's like, really? Oh, great. He's like, I think about your mom all the time. It's like, no. But we know Nora, That's not right? the point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course, like, it seems like a really bad thing out of context, but it's like, his mom literally writes sex novels. Like, yeah. of course, that probably messes and with his chilly. psyche. Yeah, a like, bit, yeah. yeah. For sure. But, um... So another storyline, I think it's a really quick one because I, um, it's sort of in the background of all the rest is just Monica's mourning over Richard, yeah, um, and kind of all the things that you do to hold on to the relationship as long as possible, and even to validate the relationship even after it's done by like wondering how much it meant to the other person. Like, <clears throat> is there anything that you guys have ever done to try and like things that you've held on to, or things that you've kept, or things that you've done in the process of like letting a relationship go that you're like oh that's interesting I remember like I used to do this so she's like smoking cigars because they remind her of Richard she's wearing his old t-shirt around the house and it's all buttoned Mm. disheveledly you know um Mm. he's like I think she's just like wandering the streets because she's like not even going into work which is a little (laughs) extreme but like I also get it right have you guys ever done anything like that where you've just held on to stuff I know I know I know Elizabeth definitely has because we've talked about it in the past but anything anything crazy I think it's like the the <clears throat> typical like emo girl of like listening to songs and like <laughs> and like making yourself sad like like making, like making yourself like the sad. Kelly Clarkson songs yes. or like the Taylor Swift where you're like mm. I was listening to Taylor Swift earlier White Horse because mm-hmm. of the re-release of her new album yeah or Fearless and uh, I, I haven't listened to White Horse in a long time because it was literally connected to my ex <laughs> and it was like I'm not a princess <laughs> in a fairy tale I'm not the you know it's like the whole thing and I'm like oh I remember like listening to that like 
you know, <laughs> yes, just devastated. Um, and it's kind of like you're, I don't know, it's like you're, if you help like find an anthem. So I feel like I did that a lot mm-hmm. with music. And then, yeah, like mementos and stuff. I remember like having to like walk through a process of like actually getting rid of the stuff mm-hmm. because it was like, I have to move on. But yeah, I'm, I'm a holder mm-hmm. on her for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like guys would be less. Hold or hold on, or whatever. I think I did it with the very first girlfriend I ever had okay. when we broke up. But after that, I was like getting rid of stuff as quickly as I could when I like when something ended. Yeah, because it's just like I just want to move on. Did you just realize how not helpful it was to yeah, hold on to it? Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> Us women don't get that. But like, and then like at the time, like I didn't write a ton of music at that point, but I listened to music a lot and I just, it put me in, I would make myself sad and I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? Like, this is stupid. Uh, yeah. And I, it was not helping me move on at all. I do, but I also think like not, like there's also not as much sentiment, sentimentality. I don't know Mm -hmm. what the right word is. Um, like connected to stuff because like, when we started dating, like, there was something he had on his wall that, like, an ex-girlfriend gave him. Oh, yeah. And he, like, it's not like he had feelings for her, but, like, he still had it on his wall. It was, like, something she had given him, and I was like, oh, I don't want to be that girl, but, like, I hate that you have that still. <laughs> and so, finally, I got him, like, enough courage to be, like... It was, like, a functional, like, little yeah, cubby like thing that I could, like, hang stuff, and it was, like, functional. It wasn't, like, oh, this cute little thing that I admire. Like, or, and it wasn't, like, a romantic thing. Yeah. yeah. I was, like... Like, she didn't make him a framed something that you just... That's art. Like a right. collage. Yeah. yeah. No. I was just, like... But, yeah, he got rid of it. Okay. Yeah, she mentioned it, and I was, like, oh, that bothered you? I didn't even think about that she gave yeah. that to me. Yeah. Yeah, it was just. I think that that has been the thing with us because I still have things. I do. do. I still have things from ex boyfriends, but it doesn't bother me because I'm like, what? They paid for it and it's free, so like I have it. But like I have like (laughs) trying to figure out what it is. I have the small TV. Oh. Upstairs was from an ex-boyfriend. We gave that to Leanne because it's <laughs> yeah. in my room. It's in I room. don't use it, but it's in there. We never really used it, but I'm like, I mean, it took me 20 minutes to figure out how to use the Apple remote. <laughs> yeah. like, I still haven't turned on that TV. And then an ex-boyfriend bought me the this Xbox. Xbox, and it's mine now, so I don't and know. I can I play it to Just them. haven't. I don't know, but I've never been the person to like sucker keep things. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I never paid for it. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? I Don't missed know. it. Okay. I'll, I'll re-listen to it. Yeah. So I, I had like songs that I avoided because they were like our songs when mm-hmm. I, was, I was dating. There's a couple Taylor Swift songs or even some artists I've been like. I don't want to listen to them because just their voice brings me back to a time like mm. when we were dating, mm-hmm. and I don't I don't like that. But I'm a lot I'm very much an avoider avoider. So it's like oh, oh we're done. Okay. I'm just gonna erase everything and never deal with my sadness. So it was just I've dealt with that sort of thing where I'm just like it's over, it's done, and I move forward. But oh, then okay. I'm like depressed on the back end because yeah. I don't cry about it that much, and so. Yeah, I usually just get angry and move on, and then it's like, oh, wait, there's probably more there. Oh, okay. <laughs> you done. That's way different than me. What about you, Nathan? I didn't really want to talk about that <laughs> at all. I was hoping that you we would like just kind of gloss over You have a whole drawer somewhere? It. No, absolutely not. Is I that okay? Have... You know your closet that's Let me just full? clear this right now. I literally have nothing from any of my exes. Um, oh, I... you didn't want to talk about it because you didn't want to hear I about Sarah's well, I didn't want to talk about it because of that, but also because Monica in this episode was made 
throughout high school. Um, <laughs> where Me too, I would, my friend. Oh, Aww, look, look at that. We're bonding. We're bonding. I love it. Um, it's bringing us closer together. Yeah, it was, a, you know, the, the very first real relationship. Friends friends like, together. you know, when you first tell somebody you love them and it's like, I love this person, mom. You can't bring because it's the whole thing. Um, very dramatic. Very dramatic. And, you know, we dated for like, I don't know, like a month or something. And, and we call like, it teen angst. We're teen up. angst. It's just angsty. Um, so, yeah, that just becomes, you know, like you're keeping you're keeping her, I don't know, like her hairbands or like bracelets or, yeah. you know, stupid stuff like mm-hmm. that, like trinkets. <laughs> yeah. Um, or like ticket stuffs <laughs> from concerts we went to. It's like, right. none of these bands are together anymore. They're not even good. No, but I have to keep the, you know, stupid stuff. <laughs> Um, you know, I was just the teenage angst kind of kid, and so all the so all the love songs were like I think it was Taylor Swift's "Last Kiss." It's so funny that Taylor Swift keeps coming up in this conversation. Oh, 100%. It's because her music kiss. is angsty. Oh, so yeah. angsty. That's so angsty. why. Um, so yeah, Elizabeth but, loves her. So I'm we have to say everything right bad before she comes back. I'm cringing <laughs> watching this episode because that's like I'm like so annoyed at Monica, but then I realized that was like <laughs> all my friends with me. me. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I totally hated it. And then the fact that she gets like this, like, not really closure, but she finds peace knowing that, like, he's upset kind of bugged me too. Yeah. I know that that's kind of, I, I get it, but it also. It does feel good though. If it you know, you're does. Not the only one it valid- I get that. It feels like that. it validates the relationship. Like it meant something. Yeah, I get like, that. Okay. It but meant also, something. I'm not crazy. Just, you know, be cool, man. Be like, be yourself. Like, just find, <laughs> you know, find peace. You know what I mean? Like, just. Find Jesus. I don't know. <laughs> There's Jesus. so many other ways to get past it. But I, I understand why and, and all that. But it just reminded me of me in high school and I hated it. So yes. thanks. thanks for bringing that up. You're it, welcome. It reminded me of me in high school pre-girlfriend. Like I didn't date any. I wasn't allowed to mm-hmm. until um, so finally once I got out of high school, I was like, I'm going to date. Anybody. Uh, somebody. <laughs> somebody. And <laughs> I was like 18. Yeah. And the funny thing was was the girl that I dated like I think our first kiss was to Papa Roach's song Scars. Stop on the scars. And then when you hear the listen when you listen to the lyrics, it like is the perfect like sad song. Like you just broke up but you also it's like super ironic. That's like why did why was that the song? I thought you were gonna say like it played I was like oh I love this song. Yeah. He's like oh exactly so much. I cut my heart open and I sew myself shut. Yeah. Like, yeah. are you serious? Oh like, God. it describes that exact situation yeah. of being with someone, 100%. and then you continue to hurt yourself. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even yeah. after the relationship Such is over. Yeah. yeah. Yes. We're gonna have a Papa Roach deep. Dive. No, this is good. <laughs> I think Jacoby the most Shattuck I ever kept was like sweatshirts or sweatpants that I was like, I want to keep these, and I would wear them, and just it's exactly what Elizabeth said. There was like. Three songs I remember from my last serious boyfriend that I just on repeat like for an entire weekend. Just Name kept. the songs. Oh gosh, um, I think it was Cable Car from. Oh my god! <laughs> the um... or wait, was it How to Save a Life? Yeah, yeah, that's a... there's oh. one of those. Maybe it wasn't Cable Car. The Maybe Fray. The yeah. Fray. Um, I'd have to honestly when I hear them, I'm like, that was the song, but I can't like. It's been so. It's been like over ten years now, so I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But I listened to him, and at one point, my mom comes in, and she was like, you're good, Elizabeth. I told them you were gone, because we were talking about Taylor Swift. <laughs> um, I listened, my mom came in, and she's like, because <laughs> I like, was blasting them. She's like, you have to stop listening <laughs> to these songs. 
you're just making yourself sad. And to me, I was like, that's the point. <laughs> like, I want to feel sad. And, um, but yeah, it was, it was, but I think the only thing I've ever kept is really just clothes. And then over time, I just got rid of them. Like, mm-hmm. it was like, it wasn't emotional. Like, it felt like I was holding on to it. But then by the time I got rid of it, it was just like another, like, sweatshirt yeah. or another, like, sweatpants or yeah. t-shirt or Did whatever. Did you have any songs that... I don't, did, did you mention any? I wish I could There was a mine. song. It was one of the Taylor Swift ones. So. <laughs> it's always so It was. <laughs> not for me. Yeah, yeah not for me. Papa Roach. I was just wondering, like, I, growing I, up in a Christian household, if, like, the breakup I song was like, so myself, I can shot. only imagine. Like, you just. <laughs> I'll break. No. That was it. Is that what that I'm was it. Don't lie to me. Are you kidding me? Oh, my gosh. What was it? I can only imagine. That's yes, so that song that is about being in heaven, mine. and you're like, for mercy, me. Wait, no, 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 that wasn't it. That wasn't it. Okay, that's what I was like. That's a weird one. You know you are. You know you are. Guys, I will think really hard about this and follow up with Llewellyn in my no, part because I, like, I need to know those songs. I was like, oh, we broke up. I'm joining the best gym in town and I'm going to work out every day. Like, gonna that was my... I was, too, I was like, I'm going to get... That's even funny. if I broke up with them, gonna I was like, hot? I'm going to get oh, so hot. Oh, you're going to regret this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I feel that because there was a point when, before when Sarah and I were dating I've been there in that where mindset. we broke up for a short mm. amount of time and then like the week later... She she just looked very hot and I was like she's doing this on purpose. <laughs> I mean, she got like a spray tan and got like her nails done or something like that and I'm like yeah. suffering. On this <laughs> and she's like in slow motion. Yeah, but like crying inside also. Yeah, yeah, like a herbal essence. <laughs> yeah. So you felt, but you felt the same thing of like I'm gonna get in the gym and get uh-huh. like swole. Yep. Mm-hmm. After the first girlfriend. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I was like. She's gonna wish she never did that. <laughs> yeah. I guess I did the same thing. Oh, I love that. Um, did you guys notice though? This is such a funny thing to pick up on, but uh, Chandler, when Ross, this is going back, but we're not gonna touch on it for long. But he's reading a book about trout. No, oh, no, I didn't. It was know such that. a random. Like I was like, is he reading that book? Because all I could see is like R O T R O U T, and I was like, that's weird. And then when he shuts. The book as he's holding it, it said like trout across there. I was like, Chandler would not be in a cafe reading a book about trout. Yeah. But what were right. you going to say? Okay, so one thing funny. that I noticed that, I, and if you know Chandler's like background too, mm-hmm. like he was pretty much raised by his mom, but that was also really disconnected. Mm-hmm. But like, as soon as Ross was like, do you want to do this? Like, do you want to like yeah. talk about this? He like almost turned into like, like girl version Chandler, mm-hmm. he like yeah. was all like, yeah, yeah and like crosses like, crosses legs on the, on the couch, ch- and I was yeah. like, side by I never side really, I never noticed that until this episode. Oh, really? Yeah, I was like, huh, interesting. And then I like did like the whole like, well, yeah, I mean, his dad was disconnected from him, and his mom pretty much raised him, and that makes sense why he did. Yeah, that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The line, yeah. Like, of what to talk about first of all we see that and yeah. then also like his body language like yeah yeah, yeah. which i think is also like a play on like it's how like girls been... are like okay yeah. oh my gosh yeah. leaning yeah. in like tell me everything yeah. and like crisscross for sure yeah. yeah yeah so back on the topic of the trout thing i, I literally while you guys are talking Did you about google this it? Uh, i googled it there's like a whole article about all the books and things that everybody in friends is reading because apparently they read a lot and they, there's not like a direct answer. I think this is just like a fan article. But they said that the Trout book could be a semblance of the fact that like Chandler's back on Janice's hook. 
Oh, oh like some, it, it's it's very Great big brain. Segue into our next very big brain storyline. Interesting. That's I wish that was my own point, but I read oh. it. That is interesting. <laughs> it just comes from Google.com. Oh, Google.com, everybody. Google. We're Dr. citing Google. our sources. Yeah. <laughs> the Google. Um. So that is like the third storyline. Is this whole like Janice and Chandler? But it's really about Janice and Joey and the relationship yeah. of like friends and relational like relationship partners and like the <clears> cross <throat> of like. You also want to be friends with with your person, significant other, mm-hmm. in order so that it's not like a weird thing. Um, and we kind of talked about that just in the way of like at the very beginning when we were dialoguing just about you know trying to break up other relationships and stuff. But um, I don't know. That was just anything about that part of the storyline. I not that it wasn't as significant because I think Monica's was probably the yeah. like storyline C if you had to like A, B, and C yeah. it. Um, but anything about that? That you guys like notice that was significant. I just think it's like that in general. Like you always want like like I want Ashcon to like my best friends, and I'm sure vice versa, right? Because yeah. it's like, well, I'm gonna be like I spent Smash and I have been together like best friends for ten years. Right. She's a huge part of my life, right? And so if he was like, oh my god, yeah, like if he couldn't stand her, like that would be terrible and vice versa yeah um and so it's like you can figure it out but i totally get where like chandler's coming from like he's really like i think this could be it this could finally work and so the fact that like his best friend is like you can't be serious yeah like i definitely get that Mm -hmm. um but i think like just going to the point of like joey was committed to trying to make it work Mm -hmm. um i think that that is just like it just shows like how much he cares for chandler and even Mm -hmm. janice like we have to do this for chandler so i think that that's like what stuck out to me the most is like i definitely get like the sentiment of like that feels huge if they're if like honestly if that would have come up when we were dating like we probably wouldn't have made it as like a couple because she's such a huge part of my life. So yeah. I'd be like, hey, you're cool, but she's cooler. Yeah. It's, it's literally like more important than family approving, I think, yeah. like when it comes down to it. Like, it is important Absolutely. for your parents to approve, but like, if the friends. If you're doing life if with If you're your doing friends, life with your friends yeah. and they aren't on board, that's a really hard thing because yeah. you've got this conflict. And so, yeah. Yeah. That's, it's a big deal. Yeah. But yeah. But also, when you see someone like your friend go back to an ex that you know why they left that ex. That's like one of the yeah. most difficult things. Joey is uniquely to, positioned in that mm-hmm. way. To have to process too, because not only does he find her annoying, but like he knows what happened to Chandler before in like that relationship or like how they ended things or sees things from a different point of view. And it's just, it's a tough, yeah. a tough place to be. Yeah. And how hard it is for Chandler to break up with people in general. So right. he's probably like, this is going to be fun. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. I think it's interesting to the like narrative of the show itself because everything that's being communicated from the show, from the script, from the writers, is especially with a live audience, the audience is connecting to one character in that episode. Mm-hmm. Right? And so this episode, where Joey's usually kind of the joke of the punchline, and you do connect him with a lot of the times, He's kind of the same one in this situation mm-hmm. because Chandler's the one making a ridiculous decision. Uh, obviously, they write Janice to be this character who's like obnoxious. Everybody, you know, is frustrated by her, but she's also kind of this. Anyway, but they're connecting with Joey the most, and so I think you made a really good point, Elizabeth, about how this is actually talking about more about their friendship, Joey and Chandler, mm-hmm. and the things that Joey's willing to do. Mm-hmm. As crazy as Janice is, just mm-hmm. hanging out with her for a day to show yeah. how much she really cares. Yeah, and that carries over to like you know 
right. Chandler really having a realization later on with everything that's you know Janice isn't the right one, yeah. but it, it's more about their Spoiler friendship. <laughs> it's more about their friendship than it is about like you know him wanting to break these people up. It just makes a lot more sense. So it's speaking to the narrative and from the audience's point of view, like that's who they're connecting with. So yeah. what you're saying is the point. show Friends is about. Friends. Friends? Oh, whoa. whoa. The, the real what? magic was friendship the whole time. Friendship. <laughs> but, no, that's such a great yeah. that's such a great point because we talk about it consistently, Llewellyn and I, of how Joey is the best of the friends. He is. He's not my favorite friend, but he's the best of them. Interesting. As an actual friend. Yes. Mm. Like in the reality of what you said. Exactly, the loyalty. Friendship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's the one who sacrifices the most and gives way to his friends, which I'm sure it in and of itself has its own dysfunction because I don't feel it's ever reciprocated to the same degree that Joey gives out to his friends. I mean, spoiler alert for all of it, but he gives way for pursuing Rachel because of Ross. Like, he pursues yeah. way with that one girl because of Chandler, with Chandler in the box. Like, he's like, go after her, you know? Mm-hmm. He, he's constantly giving way for the sake of his friends. And it's not just in those big moments, but instances like this as well, where I will spend an entire day, you know, uh, Joey and Janice's day of fun to get to the point where I can stand her so that we can hang out. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's really sweet of him, honestly. Yeah. And that's what he said, like, is like, it's so it means I can like ha- hang out with you, which is what I care about anyways, you know, right. cause he like Chandler comes in with a three tickets to the Rangers game mm-hmm. and he's thinking it's him, uh, Chandler and Ross. Yeah. And he's like, no, Janice. And he's like, ah, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is funny too. Cause Janice like, just it's kind of it's a little meta but like she the, her character knows how she is because she's even like it takes a full day to love me like it's a whole <laughs> dialogue like, for her to, yeah she's kind of self-aware that she's this written character in a mm-hmm. way so it's not like she has to have redeemable qualities she is just like the hindering point for what's going to be happening next with her friendship so i think mm-hmm. that's kind of interesting that they mm-hmm. wrote her that way and she's fine with it yeah yeah all right anything else mm-hmm. i have um one final question when Chandler comes in and Joey's watching Wheel of Fortune, they like Wheel of Fortune. They like come in. <laughs> I always th- I had a question for you guys. What show did you guys think you'd be good on growing <laughs> up? Like whether you watch shows like during the weekends or something like that. You know, like did you guys ever have a game show that you're like, I would be amazing at that? A game show. Hmm. <laughs> Legends of the Hidden Temple. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Was that Nickelodeon? Yeah. Yeah. Except that I was so afraid of like Olmec. Olmec, yeah. <laughs> it was so scary to me. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. You don't know about Legend of the Hidden Temple? No. I knew oh about it, God. but I, I no didn't idea. have Nickelodeon or cable really growing up as I a kid. I didn't either. Olmec, so all of my friends head. told I learned about it from my friends. Oh, okay. You know they brought it back, right? <gasps> Yeah. They I didn't know they had it to begin with. The so. scariest part of the show was the Guardians and like the... Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? They it reminded me of the monkeys in Wizard of Oz. Yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> I had like the... Okay, yes. Anyway, but yes. That's a good mm-hmm. one. That's a good answer. Double dare. Yeah. Double dare. Oh, double dare. I feel like... Because how do you not do the physical challenge? But also like... You yeah. know, swinging from trees and falling off bikes. Like, I've trained my whole life for this. <laughs> <laughs> so, double dare's where it's at for me. Zoom, I think. Was that the one? Wait, which the one with the slime and... You know what I'm talking Zoom was like more of an educational show, but I know what you're talking <laughs> Of course about. you it, it was. was <laughs> it was. It's not a PBS. I've never even heard it of it. It was on PBS. Oh, was it? Yes. It was. PBS. Well, literally the two shows that popped in my head were Mr. Rogers and Mr. Rogers. <laughs> Game show. <laughs> Not at all. Mr. Rogers. They, like, they did and stuff. And Lamb Jack. Oh, is that your final answer? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. 
Dangerous friendship, Mr. I didn't Rogers. I watch a lot of game shows. I never thought I was smart enough to be on Jeopardy, though. And that was oh, like the big favorite. one. And I yeah. loved watching it, okay. but I was like, I'd be so intimidated. Okay, well, we were talking about this the other day. What's the, the one with the, the the little character that comes dancing on the state when you lose all your money? Uh, wham- It was Whammy. Oh, what's the show? Oh. Press your luck. Press your luck. Oh. And they, yeah, I remember. No whammies, and you push the button, and then this little character cartoon comes <laughs> up, and you're like, you lost your money. Anyway, that's one, too, that I thought I'd be going, because the cartoon character's the funnest part. What about, like, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Yeah, that was the next that. one I was and like. I love that show. Yeah, that was good. It was so unnecessarily interesting. Jimmy Kimmel uh, hosts that one, yeah. I didn't necessarily. Oh, that's uh, weird. I am obsessed with game shows. Okay. It's annoying for him. <laughs> it is a little bit. She, like, will be on Hulu oh, that and just be watching. Oh, that explains the Jeopardy calendar that was at your apartment. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, I okay. love yeah, yeah. Okay. That's what she asked she I'm a big Alex Trebek fan. Christmas. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. annoyingly. Yeah. Annoyingly. So, yeah. like, okay. sobbed every time yeah. they did a tribute to him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was a big dramatic thing for her. Yeah, when he he'd come into the living room, he'd be like, "Are you crying again?" And I'm like, "I love him so much." <laughs> Did you yeah. feel that way about Regis when he passed? Um, I cried, mm. but yeah, it was, I grew up on Jeopardy and yeah. watched it like religiously as an adult. So mm. have a Jeopardy trivia calendar. Yeah, I think trivia games were probably more like, like the jam games. for me. But yeah. if it's like a luck game, like like Deal or No Deal. No, yeah, could I? I don't think I could. I, I could like that one. I like that one. Yeah. yeah. Is the deal or no deal the one with the cases? Uh-huh. Cases. How and like Mandel. you have the, the pyramid right. of cases or whatever. Yeah. Howie right. Mandel. Uh, yeah. Wait, Howie Mandel is the one, yes. right? Yeah. They did deal yes. and no deal. Yes. And the same yes. Cases, right. I thought would be really fun. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. But I don't think oh, I wouldn't have wanted to go with my family. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that family like like no family would have been really yeah. fun. Yeah. yeah, he like forged birth certificates. I'm talking about your family. Another family. Uh, of, for fact, sure. Lavar Burton, reading Rainbow yes. host, is going to be the new host of uh, Rainbow. Fun little fact. Also, oh. Star Trek fan. Why isn't Steve Harvey? Yeah, so I don't Steve. know if he's like passing. I just saw. I just saw it on Facebook. So mine. Uh, but Lavar Burton would be a Steve great. Is, is it Family Feud? I, th- I thought I saw something about him being the new Jeopardy host. No, no. <laughs> Screw friends deep dive. Oh, We're doing this man. now. Game no. shows. Ken Jennings needs to be the new Jeopardy all. host. <laughs> I don't know. Who is your game show? Sorry. I'll get uh, into my I didn't ever think that I could be, like, I never was like, oh, I would be great on that, but I always wanted to go on The Price is Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, the, right. That's such that's a good thing. I would every like, day that every, I was home every time, school. exactly. Yes. I was like, I love watching this show. Like, yes. <laughs> it's a great and show. And I'm pretty sure I inherited that from my grandpa on my dad's side okay. which i later found out he he moved here from iran and so i started to get to know him like when i was like in, mm. in high school yeah. essentially right. and i realized that he did the same like he loved watching that <laughs> yeah. and i don't know if it's just like a family thing <laughs> but like so he didn't even know the language <laughs> but he watched it in like wow. iran even because wow. it was just so entertaining to him people would yeah. win like the whole it's showcase showdown like he, showdown. he would like <laughs> laugh and like smile for them because yeah, he was yeah, so yeah. into them winning the showcase showdown. Wow. the only time i could watch that is when i was home sick yeah. from school and watch it on CBS. Yeah. Yeah. I love, and the host of The Price is Right, who was the original? Bob Barker. Bob Barker. Bob Barker. Yeah, yeah. I, just, like, I mean, unparalleled. Like, I like how you looked at me and go, who was the host? <laughs> well, now I know, I know that you know. Come on down. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, like, I'll watch, like, when Ashcon's doing music I nights, I will do, like, game show marathons. Yeah. Like, Weakest wow. Link, uh, Jeopardy, The Hustler, The Chase. Like, Okay, but there was a Bible one, wasn't there? On, like, yeah. TBN, like, the great... American Bible. Oh yeah, because we know people in Tulsa yeah. that won it. 
Yeah, yeah, didn't Jeff Foxworthy host that? I think. I don't know. I don't know. I think he did. did. Here's your shine. (laughs) (laughs) You might be a Christian now. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. I think we named all the games. I like I like (laughs) cooking competitions a lot, so I think that one of those British baking show yeah really fun to be on. I like watching like the amateur because you're an amateur anyways. Yeah, I'm amateur. I'm for sure. Top Chef. I have no idea what Master Chef. I used to watch Master Chef a lot. I could care less. We watched Master Chef Junior, and that was one of my favorite. It's also the rarest form you'll see him because he's like the sweetest with kids. Yeah, exactly. But seeing what those kids can do, I was just like, this is amazing. Like, I, I suck. I, I can't I cook anything. I suck. I'm going to eat cereal for because that's all I can muster up after watching this. Yeah. Am I allowed to start a friend's fight? No. A friend's fight? Yeah, a friend's fight about friends. No. What? I don't know what that means. Well, I know this isn't in particular to the episode, but can we talk about... No, never mind. I'll, I won't do it. Well, okay, now you have to, though. Well, Joe... have gone too far. She, <laughs> yeah, you Joey, can't that, Joey and Rachel or Ross and Rachel? Oh yeah, we talk about this because let's talk I did about a, it now. We might as well. I did. A, I did a whole. Poll you did a whole on poll it. on her social media. Yeah, I think did you really? Heard. Yeah. Yes, it was. Oh, that's where I okay, quite yeah. debated. Yeah. Uh, you had some choice words for me when I voted mm-hmm. the other way. I did. Uh, uh, well, because words. you have a very strong personality, give us your opinion. Joey and what Rachel. Why? Why? Um, to me, they just make the most sense because I feel like they're kind of friends outlier characters. Like, even though Rachel's like popular, I feel like, like, I, and her and Ross, but like they pigeonholed them. And I feel like her personality and Joey's personality, like, even like when they were down in wherever they were with Ross's like, can, oh, it's like Hawaii or, or, Bermuda, or in the, yeah, Barbados, like whatever. That. Yeah. Um, Barbados. like when. When Ross said like Homo sapien, it's like they both or Homo erectus or something. Like yeah. they both laughed because like one was like they said Homo and the other was like they said erect. Yeah. Um, and I just love that because like I feel like they connect so well. Mm. And Joey was like, she was the first girl that he fell in love with. You know what I mean? So to me, it's like Joey and Rachel all the way. Mm. Um, and then Ross like, I'm sorry, I'm back to Rachel. Like once a cheater, always a cheater. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bye, Ross. Joey and Rachel forever. It's like a bomb that you just put in my lap. You're like, well, you're always a cheater. Now go, your turn. Like, I'm not going to defend that by any means. But the whole show is about Ross and Rachel. No, the whole it's not. Show. No, from, no, episode it's not. The, from episode one, it's about Ross and Rachel. That is one of my largest pet peeves because they are not together for the majority of the show. Oh my gosh. I and I hate the, the fact yeah. that somehow Friends is synonymous with the relationship of Ross and Rachel. Ooh. Even though I would... Even though I would disagree with Elizabeth, and I do think that Ross and Rachel can just start in their own sucky relationship together because I don't like them both as friends, anyways. Interesting. But do you think it's like a chemistry thing? Like they. Don't... I honestly wish that people would think it more as a relationship between Monica and Chandler. Yes, I agree. because Monica they are the one that like. Even though they don't have the on and off again mm. like Ross and Rachel do, which is what makes quote unquote good television with the angstiness of oh, will they, will they, they? Won't they? Are yeah. they are they on a break? Are they not on a break? And Jim the and fights. Pam. Yeah. It's exactly it's the Jim and Pam. Like, yeah. will they, won't they? I don't know. What's the timing? Yeah. And now there's somebody else. What the heck? It's like Chandler and Monica have the most like naturalistic storyline throughout the entirety of the show. Yeah. And they're together for the majority of like the second half like all of it and go mm. through all of the things that you would expect kind mm. of like you know, married relationships to go through and, and like 
I just hate so much that people are like, Ross and Rachel are the biggest. It's like. Well, then they shouldn't have started it. That way. And I, I mean, realized that. He was Twitter painted that. the second he saw her in that dress. I realized that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, like, it's, it pigeonholed from the storyline from the start. They, yeah, they, yeah. They, they, they definitely put the Literally, on the box, one of his first lines is like, I just want to be married. And she storms in, in a wedding yeah. dress. I, I get it. I just want a million dollars. Yeah. Taylor, I love it. Yeah. So then well, the ideal situation just, is what? Ross marries, well, what's her name? I, Ross yeah, and I, Rachel just disappear. And oh, in general. I was annoyed, I was I annoyed by Ross better. and Rachel's relationship, mm-hmm. but I liked the dynamic of, because Rachel and Joey were similar, and, and I think that's what made them really good friends. And to me, I like their dynamic friendship-wise, but I think if they actually got into a relationship long-term, it would have been a train wreck because they don't, they have the same blind spots. Mm. And so yeah. they wouldn't have done well they long-term. It was, yeah, it, they did not compliment each other as people. Now, was like Ross do. the best person? I don't think so. He was polar opposite, mm-hmm. but I, I don't know. It I just felt weird when Ross. they were dating. <laughs> no. Oh, no. I think Ross from the get-go was screwed. Yeah. Because he was in a relationship previously with Carol and was married, mm-hmm. and she basically cheated on him. Mm-hmm. And so throughout the entire mm-hmm. series, he's dealing with his own insecurities, and they yeah, come right. out with jealousy <laughs> towards Rachel and towards every other girl that yeah, like he's dated. Yeah. You know, is this about Mark? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. It's like constant, like his constant bout with like somebody being taken away from him because mm-hmm. he just got scarred. Yeah. that past relationship right that's really good yeah yeah I'm glad that was I honestly do because does I, that feel like because you guys were able to express the why you know very what? thought out we, process we of why we can all be friends and have different views because I, because <laughs> I don't disagree <laughs> I don't, for yourself. I don't disagree. I'm just, it's it's good to know the other side Elizabeth of it. Elizabeth, stop answering because my calls. If you, if you just post something like, Hi. Ross and Rachel or Ross and, Ross and Joey. Or, <laughs> <laughs> that's a completely different thing. That's a different wow. thing. Wow. Ross and Joey for <laughs> sure. Phoebe sings a song about that, I think. Um, Ross and Rachel or Joey and Rachel. Yeah. If you just post that and you have no like defending points, there's going to be a fight. But yeah. if you're able to like articulate... You need a pros and cons list. Yeah, if you're able to articulate that, which <laughs> I'm glad that we were I can definitely list. see that and I'm a little more swift. So that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Because they set it up. She's not Rachel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's a Rachel? Oh, <laughs> uh, this is so great. Um, I remembered It's What Hurts the Most by Rascal Flatts. Oh my god! That was my song. Oh my god. I was dying during that song when we broke up. It was yeah. it tortured me. I can't remember the other one, but I was like thinking of it like, oh my gosh, Rascal Flats. Yeah. That was a good one. So um all right. Before we end, Ashcon, we always have a segment mm. with brand new friends who appear for the first time. Okay. Um it's our which friend are you segment. So we want to know which character do you feel like you most likely resemble in your personality, in your traits, and why? And then we'll have your wife kind of <laughs> say as well. Because she knows you like intricately as well. So it's always good to have someone else's input to cover blind spots like we talked about. Yeah. Um I feel like I can do some things that are very Ross-like, but then also, like, Chandler. But on this episode, I really, res- like, could resonate with Joey. Mm-hmm. Um, 
because of just the way he was like as a as a friend to certain well in in regards to the situation Mm -hmm. so um like wanting especially on the wanting to break them up type of thing (laughs) but uh yeah i think elizabeth is going to probably say i'm like ross and chandler okay Good answer. Good answer. Do <laughs> you know they do have a family feud? Yeah, I think like, that. <laughs> Ashkan has like kind of like some of that like OCD obsessiveness that Ross has, like Ross's obsession with like paleontology and like if like if anybody says like, I love dinosaurs. <laughs> no, <laughs> like I'm just thinking through the lens of like with music. Like if anybody says like. Uh, you know, Tyrannosaurus Rex was in the Jurassic. Ross is like, no, it was Cretaceous. Like, he has to cry. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like that's probably Ashkan with, like, music or Star Wars or, like, any of the other kind of things that he's super into. So he has that, like, very specific kind of, like, being right on those things. Yeah. Um, and then, two, where I feel like Ross was kind of, like, always the guy that was, like, had a thing for girls, but he was just kind of, like, always in the background until he got older. I feel like that was you as well. It wasn't like until you got older that. That's because um, of my parents. Sure, blame <laughs> it on your parents. Oh um, uh, no, it was definitely because of my parents. Okay. I wasn't allowed to date till I was eighteen. You missed that part earlier. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, that's right. Uh, we did talk about that. And then, uh, but Chandler, in the sense of like sticking your foot in your mouth and like saying things that you shouldn't say, um, like getting so. yourself in trouble. Um, yeah. And then, like, just like that humor of uh, you, like making a joke and people like sometimes getting it and sometimes not i like see those two the most <laughs> okay. yeah nice cool oh. so yeah i'm in agreement thanks for your input love it thanks guys for talking about this with us yeah. and um this will just kick out to llewellyn and myself finishing out the episode Okay, guys, that was a fun conversation, <laughs> and I'm kind of bummed that I missed it. We missed you. <laughs> uh, I have so many things I want to say about this episode that Leanne and I came together again and had a conversation, and we've decided that we are going to make this episode a two-part episode. Ooh, so next week, you guys are going to get to hear some of my thoughts on this episode, as well as some more that Leanne has, and we're going to kind of do a different style of episode but it's gonna be fun yeah so we've got some episode trivia we're gonna have some great recommends to a friend not only by Llewellyn and myself but we'll also have a little bit of feedback from our friends um that were in this also, last episode Ooh, there's a huge life update coming up in next week's episode so you want to you would don't want to miss it you do not want to miss this update oh my gosh Llewellyn has a doozy for all of you it's so good they're gonna think you're getting engaged (laughs) i'm not getting engaged but it is still a big life update and for those of you longtime listeners um i think you guys i can speak for all of you you guys will be really excited for her so come back for that for sure yes for sure we can't wait all right so we will catch you guys next week on the one of the friends podcast